This is a vital update from the government about coronavirus. To help save lives, stay at home. Anyone can spread coronavirus. Only leave your home for the following reasons. To shop for basic necessities. To pick up medicine or to provide care to those who need it. To exercise once a day, alone or with members of your household. Only travel to work when you absolutely cannot work from home. If you have to go out for any of these reasons, always stay two meters apart. Do not meet others outside your household, even friends and family. Stay home. Protect the NHS. Save lives. Radio Broccoli. Hi, my name is Rebecca Lewis and you're listening to Radio Broccoli. And today I am lucky enough to be joined by a very, very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Caroline. I'm Rebecca's mum and I'm a yoga teacher and I teach yoga with meditation. Thanks mum, that's really interesting, I already actually knew that but I actually don't pay that much attention to what you actually do so I thought it would be quite cool uh, given the the climate but also given that it's quite beneficial no matter what time of year where you are to do these things to listen to your body and, and take some you time. I thought I'd take this opportunity to interview you and sort of get to know a bit more about what you actually do and the benefits of it. Okay well that's great and um, there are many benefits which in actual fact you don't have to be that mobile, Um, you can actually just sit in a chair, even be on a bed and just do a few little things that can actually have a a massive effect on your well-being, um, on your breath, just and bring your stress levels down. Okay, so right, let's 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 do it now. So I'm sat in a chair. What what would you expect me to do to sort of get an introduction to this yoga and meditation? Okay, so in terms of um, when I be de- when I'm sort of teaching chair yoga, which is one of my passions, um, I always just tell my clients to ask my clients rather to sit in the chair, and if they feel comfortable, just to gently close their eyes. You don't have to. It's not a necessity. And then just to literally so start feeling your body. So notice your feet planted on the floor, feeling your sit bones, maybe noticing your, the softness of your buttocks, and just allowing yourself to come back into your body, which sounds really strange, but actually most of the time we're not really in our body. Okay. Um, I know that sounds maybe a bit sort of weird, and but actually just to notice what's going on, because when we notice what's going on, and we, we can become a bit more intuitive with what our body actually needs. I, I actually understand what you mean by being a bit more in your own body, because I find it really hard when you sometimes do your practices on me. I find it really tricky to focus on my breathing for example or focus on where my where my body parts are it it makes me actually sort of cringe a bit is there anything I could do to to stop that feeling because I end up getting a bit worked up about it and then I start focusing on that and I can't actually focus on what you're saying I think for me you know I do hear this sometimes that people can get quite agitated and obviously that is a complete anti of what I'm trying to do here so really it's about you sort of exploring for yourself what maybe works and what maybe doesn't work so 
The simplest form I find is to actually just invite people um, to watch their breath. Now, that sounds really simplistic, but actually we breathe all day, every day, without really being conscious of it. And actually, just to bring your consciousness to your breath has a massive effect on how your breath then goes. So does that mean I should be breathing in a certain way when I do yoga? Do I have to change the way I'm breathing? No, absolutely not. Because what actually happens is by dint of watching your breath, just watching, and that sounds really weird, but you know what, we, what I invite my clients to do is just to notice when they're sitting the cool air at the tips of their nostrils on the inhale, and then the warm air on the exhalation. So there's nothing actually to do. You just I'm asked, I'm just inviting you to watch the breath. So is that the would you say that's the first steps into I don't know, entering the world of meditation and yoga is focusing on your breath? Is that is that how you really understand how to do yoga and, and meditation? I think that by focusing, just by watching, observing the breath without doing anything, standing back and allowing the breath actually to do its own thing, um, takes that pressure off. And actually, when we breathe fully, we live fully. And I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but actually, by when we notice the breath, the breath will naturally change. Because when we're born... We actually breathe in our belly. If you look, watch a ba- young baby, you'll see its belly going up and down and up and down. But as we get older and all these things come upon us, stresses, anxiety, we end up breathing in our chest mainly. And so we're not actually utilizing our full breath. So I always say to my clients, if you're not breathing fully, you're not actually living fully. Wow. Okay. And so if I was to practice I don't know, five, ten minutes every day of my breathing, do you think habit would in, uh, lead me to breathe through my belly like we are supposed to? Or, or does it? Is there something more? Is there something I'm missing? No, I think um, just being conscious of your breath. So in t- I find that sometimes if I find myself in the situation maybe where I feel particularly anxious or stressed, I'll just notice my breath, notice where I'm breathing, And actually, and then (sighs) letting out a big sigh, which is a natural thing to do. And just sort of slow it all down. And so is it practice? Yes, it definitely is practice. Because once you start to actually notice and become more conscious of your breath, you then get into, for want of a better expression, better habits of breathing if that makes sense. Okay, so that's the first sort of step. Is there is there anything else that sort of... I, look, I'm going to be frank with you. If when you tell me you're doing yoga and your meditation, I, I sort of... I'm not interested. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. Mm. Um, and I think that a lot of people have that because we have a sort of... Um, I can't think of the word. Like the... An idea of what that actually consists yeah, I, of. Yeah, I, I do understand that. I think there's a lot of blocks around it, and it's both, you know, a bit airy fairy maybe, or just not for you, or it's too slow. And what I find very interesting, and it comes up time and time again, the people that resist it the most are generally the ones that need it the most. Hmm. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. So, I mean, you know, that's just my finding, but actually. 
I can only tell you by my own experience. I've been practicing yoga for many, many, many years, and I just wanted to deepen my knowledge, and that's why I did the teacher training. And by doing the teacher training, I actually had to teach people. And what I did notice, apart from the fact my practice obviously is not the same as it was 25 years ago because my body can't physically do that stuff. So it's a little bit about self-acceptance. And I find that quite interesting. And it takes the pressure off. And when you take the pressure off of yourself, you begin to relax a little bit more. The stress levels go down. Your mental anxiety can you know, become a little bit more even keeled, shall we say. Okay, and I, I want to pick up on something you said a few moments ago. You said the people that resist it are the ones that need it the most, right? I want to know what, what uh, constitutes as someone needing meditation and yoga. What, what traits do I perhaps have that means, that means that maybe I need yoga and meditation? Because I'm sure some of our listeners will be thinking, oh yeah, it's not for me, I don't need it. Sounds a bit airy-fairy to me. Mm, and I mm. want to know, you know, some of the traits, some of the things that these people, including myself, may be experiencing and we don't realise that maybe yoga and meditation could actually help that. I think that generally, people, um, generally in my experience, um, I have heard a lot of um, um, chatter about the fact that, oh, yoga's too slow for me, um, I, I find it too difficult um, because I just want to get moving, and I get all of that. And there are different types of yoga that can incorporate all of that. But for me, and for my practice, and generally speaking, that... I feel that when we start to notice our breath and we begin to just take things down maybe a notch, our patterns start to change. So what I mean by that is that um, I'm, I found by, you know, when I found myself in moments of maybe anxiety or difficult times, and I can literally feel my heart in my chest. That is the worst feeling. Yeah, I just think that sometimes, and I, I, I do it with my mum, bless her, who suffers with Parkinson's, which is a nervous disorder, and the benefits that I've witnessed with her, not not from what I've seen, but just from what she says to me, you know, I feel more relaxed, I feel more, I can sleep a little bit better, um, I love it. I mean, all of this positive stuff. So it's only my experience that tells me that sometimes when we resist things, it's when we need them the most. That's really interesting. Uh, maybe, maybe, don't quote me on this. <laughs> I might take you up on it. Uh, I mean, it's quite hard times we're living in at the moment. And uh, I mean, it wouldn't go amiss, would it really? Well, because I am actually have been in self-isolation and not been able to see my dear mum, um, what I have been doing is every day I've been doing um, over the phone a meditation for her. She doesn't have any form of um, technology. She can't use mobile phones or iPads or any of that stuff. So literally she puts her phone on loudspeaker and I do a short meditation with her. And when we did it the first time, she's, at the end of it, she said, this is the most relaxed I've felt since all of this started and for me that spoke volume so now we're doing it every day 
And, you know, maybe, look, I, look, it's not going to work for everybody. One size does definitely not, does, does not fit all. I appreciate and acknowledge that. But I just think in times of sort of times of uncertainty and times of this, we're so discombobulated. I just think it's nice maybe to ground ourselves sometimes. I have to say, I love that word discombobulated. But I mean, am I right in thinking you've actually got meditation prepared for us? Well, I brought one along because I just felt I really love this one myself. Uh, my mum absolutely loved it. Um, I've tried it out on various clients and I get really good feedback. And, you know, let's just, we can sample it. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, feel please feel free just to open your eyes and let my words wash over you. Or alternatively, sit quietly. And again, let my words wash over you. You don't have to listen or hear everything. Just go with it and give it a go. Okay, um, well, I think I'm going to take part in this, so let me just get a bit comfortable. Okay, well, my, my first instruction would be um, to be comfortable, be in a position where you're going to be sat for about five minutes. Um, the, there's various ways you can do this. If you can sit with your feet on the floor, or on, so your feet are firmly on the floor, great. But if you can't, you're laying down, that's absolutely fine too. So, let's begin. When you're ready, I'd like you just come to stillness. So just sitting or laying down, gently closing the eyes. Let the eyes be soft behind closed lids. Release the jaw. Allow the jaw to be relaxed. So no clenching of the teeth. Let the tongue lay heavily in the base of the mouth. And I just want you to give yourself permission to come home to yourself just for the next few minutes. I invite you to give yourself permission to come home to your own spirit that holds many parts of your world. So just sitting or laying, just I want you to focus or invite you to watch your breath. Notice maybe the cool air on the inhale at the tips of your nostrils and the warm air on the exhalation. Nothing to do, nothing to change, merely watching the breath. Cool air in, warm air out. Noticing the breath. Don't try and change it. Just notice the air flowing as you inhale, cool air in, warm air out. Breathing in the stillness that is always inside of you. Breathing out any inner chaos. Breathing in peace and breathing out any inner conflicts that you have been going through lately. Now imagine that lying before you is a large blanket made of soft, plush velvet. The blanket is always here for you. In your imagination, looking at the blanket right now, noticing what colour it is today. 
If you like, go ahead, run your hands over this soft, luxurious blanket, feeling its texture, lifting it to your nose if you want to, and inhaling its scent. What does it smell like to you? Breathing it in, savouring the scent and texture and colour of your velvet blanket. And now if you choose to, pick the blanket up gently in your hands and wrap it around your whole body. Seeing that it is large enough to cover you with even more left over. Once you are enveloped in your own personal blanket, maybe you'd like to lie down or sit down with it wrapped around you. Or you can continue to stand if you prefer. Spending these next few minutes with your velvet blanket, allowing its warmth and silky comfort to envelop your whole body, envelop your whole mind and your spirit. Noticing any parts of your body that are tight and allowing them to relax, to completely relax under the beauty of this comfortable blanket that is soothing your body, your mind and your spirit. Taking this time for you, enveloped in your blanket, allowing its softness to help you soften on the inside too. Just a little bit somewhere. And you're noticing that the velvet blanket is softening your heart a little bit in just the right places that need to be softened today. The softness of this blanket is softening and relaxing your mind, calming your thoughts. The blanket is gentling your body, giving you permission to relax, even just a little bit more. Giving you permission to continue to envelop yourself in comfort and in beauty, which you so richly deserve. It's almost time to start thinking about coming back from this inner journey. So go ahead, take a moment to thank your blanket for being there for you. And if you like, you can name the gift that you received from your blanket today. Maybe it was peace. Maybe it was comfort. Or simply a much needed rest. Naming the gift that you received today. And as you're preparing to return, you can either choose to keep the blanket wrapped around you or you can take the blanket off, knowing it will always be there for you in your imagination. It will always be exactly the right colour that you need in this moment. I invite you now to come back to your breath, Noticing the air as it comes into your body and fills your lungs. And then notice how it feels to release the breath through your nose or your mouth. 
maybe releasing the breath with a sound or a sigh, remembering where you are, noticing the feeling of your feet, legs, hip, back, neck, head, and allowing the sound of my voice back to this present moment. If it feels good to do so, you might want to stretch your arms and legs, maybe move your head slowly from side to side, grounding yourself back into your body in whatever way feels just right for you in this moment. Now, when you feel ready, you can gently open your eyes, taking your time, remembering that all is well. Wow, that was really lovely. Thank you, Mum. Um, that was really, really nice. It was like a like a cuddle from the inside. That's what it felt like. It might be nice if um, some of our listeners, if they felt, I know it's quite a personal thing, so maybe only if they're willing to share, they could share um, on Twitter at Radio Broccoli what colour their blanket was and what that blanket meant to them. But if not, just sort of writing to say, yeah, that, that really worked with me or, oh, I don't know if I can do that, maybe mm. we could do something. It'd just be interesting to see what people felt about that. Yeah, I think it's interesting to note your experience, um, even if it's not that positive. I think that's really important too. And just to acknowledge that, um, no, it's not going to work every time for everybody. I acknowledge that. Like I said, one size definitely doesn't fit all. But it's just a little taster. And as I say, you don't have to hang on to my every word. It's just allowing the words to wash over you, allowing the body just to relax. And am I right in thinking that not all uh, meditations are about blankets? There's other things. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, one of my, I have to say, um, my chair yoga class, my my students' favourite, favourite one is the beach meditation, which I think I did with you last week. I always say, so who fancies going to the beach today? And it always gets a really good um, reaction. Um, and also, you know, I always say to my students that actually you don't actually have to go through a full meditation. I say sometimes just sit, put, place your hands in your lap or on your belly and watch your breath because that's good enough too. That is a meditation in itself. Wow. It's, you know, I, I'm intrigued to do some more with you. I, I think for me, the blanket one was perfect because of an evening, I love to sit curled up on the sofa with my blanket, which does sort of resemble velvety, I guess. Mm. And it's such a comfort to me. And it's when I feel most probably relaxed after a busy day at work or wherever I am. But, you know, I, I love the beach as well. So maybe maybe one day this week you'll do the beach one on me. I am intrigued to go to the seaside. So that would be really nice. Um, I think what I want to do now is read a, a poem to mm -hmm. our listeners. It's actually a poem you introduced me to, Mum. And I, through my work, I work with people from all around the world. And I was asked to run a session on our most recent um, seminar back in January. And we went to Morocco. And I was doing all about being grounded, actually. It was before any of this chaos in the world had actually really kicked off. And it's quite, I guess, quite poignant now. And at the end of the session, I ran this whole session with interactive games and things like that. And at the end, I read this poem and I, I gave all the participants who are 
I'm the youngest one, so there are most of them are married or even with children. Mm. And they, I gave them all a cutout of this poem, and I said, you know, keep it, put it on your desk. I don't know. And the other day, one from Australia, um, from Melbourne, she reposted on our on our WhatsApp group with all the international coordinators the poem again and said wow Rebecca this it's really resonating with me now and I thought you know what I think no matter where you are in the world Australia England or wherever however old you are this poem it really speaks volumes so it's by Jeff Foster and it's called stop stop whatever is happening in the circumstances of your life stop just for a moment. Bring your attention towards the here and now. Let the moment become fascinating. Gently begin to acknowledge what is actually happening where you are. Come out of your conclusions about life, your dreams about past and future, and begin to notice the sensations, feelings, Thoughts that are present right here and right now. Let your present experience, sights and sounds and smells become the most curious dance in all the universe. You are seeing, tasting, touching, hearing the world as if for the first time. This is your Garden of Eden, your messy, intense, joyous and heartbreaking Garden of Eden, and you are awake to it at last. Stop trying to figure out, figure everything out. Give in. Give up. Give all to the moment's embrace. Fall into not knowing. That was lovely. I mean, I have to say, I used the Jeff Foster, The Way of Rest book a lot with my practice. I was introduced to it by my yoga teacher. And I just find the the poems and the prose in that book to be so pertinent and so poignant. And there's always something to be derived from just being spoken to and listening to poetry. And I think it's very powerful. I think it's it's a really nice poem to just sort of escape and really appreciate the little things. And right now, with everything going on in the world, it can really seem that all those amazing, glorious things have been snatched away from you. But in actual fact, if you just focus on those amazing things, I don't know, a nice meal or hearing a loved one's voice on the phone, hmm. that's take those moments and really appreciate them. And it's a common theme that everyone is saying that once you know, these darker times are over, everyone's going to be so more, so much more appreciative. But I think we can take that sense of appreciation and apply it now and really focus on the little things that we can appreciate. Just right now, sitting next to you, Mum, it's very rare when my, when my work's so busy, I'd never get to sit next to you and just chat. And, and it's really cool. I'm getting to learn a lot about you. And it, the irony is, is we live under the same roof, but I don't know that much about your job. And now I do. Um, it has been such a lovely, lovely uh, half an hour or so. And I've really, really enjoyed just sitting and chatting. 
and relaxing. I found the meditation really powerful. Very More often than not, I turn my nose up at your meditations um, because I just feel, oh, I don't have time for that. But sitting here and forcing myself to do it, it really resonated and thank you I really enjoyed it that's my absolute pleasure and I agree 100% I think that gratitude for the small things in life is what it's all about um you know even if it's listening to a little bit of bird song looking how nature doesn't matter what goes on in the world nature still happens the blossoms coming out the buds are coming up I'm noticing different insects bumblebees and butterflies and you know there's going to be something very beautiful to come out of this time and it's all about perception yeah I agree and I just want to say thank you to our listeners for listening and hopefully participating and thank you mum for taking some time out of your busy day to sit and chat with me I really appreciate it it's my absolute pleasure and I just really hope that somebody got something out of anything that we we were talking about today that would be my biggest joy that would be today's bit of gratitude for me well I certainly did so thank you mum um you've been listening to Radio Broccoli with Caroline and Rebecca Lewis uh thank you and I hope to speak with you sometime soon this is a message from the government and the NHS about how to protect yourself and others from coronavirus Wash your hands more often than usual, for 20 seconds each time. Use soap and water or a hand sanitizer when you get home or arrive at work, when you blow your nose, sneeze or cough, and when you eat or handle food. For more information, go to nhs.uk forward slash coronavirus. Protect yourself and others. Radio Broccoli.